you can see the full article on GamerHeadquarters.com or check out the video showcase of this at YouTube SkyCaptain5LOL. Xbox Game Pass, here are 10 suggestions for July, a number of new releases, and a wide range of games. So first up we have Grounded, which is coming into Game Preview. This is going to be an interesting cooperative-based uh, survival sort of game where things are literally larger than life. You are shrunken for whatever reason and have to work through an interesting sort of story as you try to also survive against various hostile creatures and monsters along the way. You'll also be able to scavenge, craft, and of course build some interesting structures as well as you try to deal with the problems that are available in this backyard of sorts and also maybe make some interesting little contraptions for you and your squad of friends to kind of live within as you build your own little towns and of course survive the trials that can be found in this massive open area. The Elder Scrolls Online plus Morrowind. That's right, The Elder Scrolls Online is a massive MMORPG, and now it has the capability to provide up to Morrowind, ex the expansion for Morrowind. So you can do all kinds of large-scale epic uh, adventuring across this massive, massive title. You can connect with friends, go at it alone, meet other people online, enjoy intense missions, long, lengthy, seriously lengthy narratives that have been expanded in branched out upon over the years as this game continues to grow and develop in new ways. This really is such a massive experience as you explore countless locations, meet tons of unique characters, and really just kind of build the character however you want across a wide range of options and tweaking, and of course constant leveling. West of Dead, so this is a very interesting cover-based twin-stick uh, roguelike title. So in it, it's got a, a great voice actor too. I, I think that is just a fantastic addition. But anyways, uh, like I was saying, within this game you're moving area to area. Trying to progress, there are chapters and you're trying to improve your character as you collect gear and tools and battle your way through this hauntingly gorgeous set of environments, battling the creatures within whether you're fighting smaller creatures and enemies within a room, or perhaps facing off against large-scale monsters, you never really know what you're going to get or what to even expect along the way. And with that, it has a neat sense of progression within the areas as you explore this desolate land of purgatory, buying things, upgrading, and just trying to keep going on. Dungeon of the Endless. So this is a very interesting title that digs deep into strategy. You're basically trying to gather resources along these structures. It's always different. You're always going to get something new every time you go to play this. And you pick your roster of heroes, and then you're always trying to gather new heroes if you can. Uh, building structures, improving on things, and trying to progress as you figure out the way to the next level. And even when you do figure out the way to the next level, the real challenge is trying to get your power crystal up there. And you just keep dealing with progressively harder and harder situations. You're never sure what sort of room or situation you're going to have to deal with next. And you have to be smart. You have to balance the health, the tools, and the general weapons that your squad has as you face 
countless unknown challenges and even waves of attacking enemies between some rounds too. It's always a surprise and the dungeon is endless. So this is the Bard's Tale ARPG, uh, remastered and re-snarkled. So this is a bit of a, I guess you could say a comedic adventure. It's definitely a bit of a weird one and quite a surprise to the point that I'm thinking I'm going to actually have to maybe sit here and do a, a full visit of this one. So they've brought it back. Uh, it's very, very unique. So you deal with a lot of enemies, uh, bizarre NPCs, many weird boss encounters. There's tons of unique weaponry, including like musical type things. And the enemies you have to fight are kind of weird too. And it, it does actually look pretty good considering the age of the title. It's just such a distinctly unique offering that I think might be something that catches your fancy because it is distinct in what it aims to deliver. And this is really just like the opening two of it, which I thought was kind of a funny thing to have. So this is The Messenger. So this is kind of a classic throwback style game in the sense that it, you know, it's side-scrolling like this, but it's got some modern mechanics to it that kind of elevate it a bit, too. And there is sort of a push towards having more of a, a narrative structuring in this one. And this is just the opening segment of it, kind of teaching the base mechanics and setting the stage for the conflict that's on hand. Seeing here you're doing a bit of a, a slash jump, which is kind of neat. It does feature some really lovely visual aesthetics to it. I, I think they really do a good job with not only, you know, the backdrops and the design of the game hitting that old school style, but also with some of the crazier creature type things you have to deal with within this one. And you'll see what I mean hopefully in just a second here, or maybe I tease it a bit. But yeah, it's got like a real kind of creepy neat vibe to it, and it does play with the whole ninja thing very well. So this is Gears of War 2. Following, showing Gears 1, uh, you know, back a little bit ago, doing Gears Judgment, now we're showing off the second game in the series, just kind of going through them in a row month to month, because it's a, a really great franchise. So this one, you can still go online and play with the multiplayer, because there are bots, like I'm showing here. You can enjoy a really well-done campaign that definitely expands the concepts, the characters, and the lore of the series quite a bit. Uh, it's the characters you remember from the first one, but now they're taking the battle to the actual Locust Horde down below, and I think that really did change things up quite a bit in terms of gameplay and content. There's also Horde Mode, which became a huge thing in the industry at the time. This is more of a, a basic version of Horde, but it still is a kind of a mighty one, and a lot more strategy involved. Generally, just a very well done title. This is Rare Replay, so don't dismay. Anyways, it's a pile of like everything that Rare's worked on over the years. And it's just a, a fantastic collection of some of the strangest games. I mean, some of them might not be the most enticing for modern players, but I think they got a really good library of just really weird games and offerings. Seeing through these older ones where it's like a bit silly, but then you get into the more recent, or well, I guess you could say slightly recent titles, and you know there's a number of good classics here. It's like the Battletoads, Killer Instinct, we've got Viva Pinata, we got Banjo Kazooie, Jet Force Gemini, Perfect Dark, Grabbed by the Ghoulies. It's just a really, really good package of games. Uh, cameo elements of power. 
it's a really great package, and I think maybe a lot of people missed out on it, and they should have checked it out, because it's such a cool offering. And just the extras they add are so good. So this is Worms WMD. I love the Worms series. It's basically a bunch of worms that are just battling each other. So you can do this uh, locally against the AI. You can fight others in multiplayer. There are some structured story elements too, but for the most part, this a lot of this is just playing with other people. Blowing up worms, causing mayhem with worms, you know, blasting things, destroying the environment, causing all sorts of problems and mayhem for your enemies out there as you get this large collection of worms. You can, of course, set how many players are available and scale everything like that, but this was a really well done entry in this series. It's a lot of fun to play, and I, I do heavily suggest taking a look at this one, because it's just bizarre, hilarious it, it, gameplay. It just really leans on that comedic aspect, despite you doing, like, absolute mayhem with these worms and blasting things and, you know, just causing lots of destruction. This is Perfect Dark. So while this was kind of included in Rare Replay, I did want to throw this one in here too, because, well, you know, it, it's kind of maybe time for Perfect Dark to return at some point, and I thought this was the good month to kind of tease this one. So yes, Perfect Dark, uh, Joanna Dark, and you're sort of, I guess you could say a bit of a, a spy to a degree, going around. It's a, a shooter, and it's got an interesting campaign that's like a series of missions, there is a follow-up too, but we're focusing just on the original Perfect Dark that was brought back for the arcade on 360, and you know, it's backwards compatible. It still looks absolutely fantastic, at least I think so visually. Anyways, those are the suggestions for the month. I hope I delivered a good offering. And of course, be ready to check out next month when we have even more games and options, and I hope you enjoyed this selection of them and found something maybe new to play or check out. You can see the full article on GamerHeadquarters.com or check out the video showcase of this at YouTube's Guy Captain 5 lol.